Glory Days, the best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim on Radio Nova. Yeah, welcome along, folks. It is Glory Days, the PJ and Jim podcast for another week. Hopefully you're in good form after a week. How could you not be in good form after the week that we have had? Oh, even when something goes wrong this week, it goes right. Like, I mean, what? I swear, yeah, even when something goes wrong this week, it goes right. My dog was sick this week, right? Right. The dog was very sick. She got an infection in her leg, couldn't move her leg, and it was a horrible, horrific moment. And then yesterday I was like, right, I have, I have a half an hour. I'm going to jump on me bike, right, me cycling bike, which, of course, Jim loves. He's always, there's nothing oh, he loves yeah, more yeah. than the sight of men in Lycra. Uh, don't tell, you don't do that, though, do you? Ah, uh, no, I don't do that. No, it was in me normal clothes and all. And yeah. I, well, I jumped on me cycling and do you, bike. Sorry, do you have, do you, is your bike like a proper, you know, a racery yeah. type bike? Oh, oh it is, it? yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. you jumped on it in your cords and everything, No, too. I did jump on me cords <laughs> and all. I was in me regular shorts and me regular t-shirt with right. sunglasses and me little, like, sort of courier-style bag I have for... For falutin' around in, you know. And, and like, was the wind going up the leg of your shorts? Oh, yeah, it was. It was lovely, yeah. Blew the balls off and blew them dry. <laughs> it was wonderful, I have to say. It was lovely, yeah. I can't, I'm not going to deny it. I'm not going to deny it. It was such a beautiful, dry, nice day. Yeah. I was sitting on the bike. You had bike. a full ball area. A nice, cool breeze on the coast, up the leg of me drawers. Everything was like, you know. Yeah. It felt like I was, I fresh, felt like I was freshly talked uh, <laughs> and, and on me cycle. It was wonderful. Uh, and then I went up to uh, me ex's place into a lane where the dog was. Yeah. And I says, can I borrow your pump? Me tire's a bit low. And whatever way I did it, I, the whole valve fell out of the tire and I was, I was stuck then. So I'm stuck with me sick dog in a, in a house that's not mine uh, with a bike I can't ride. And she goes, do you want a beer in the garden before you go? Well. It's about time. <laughs> Jim McCabe, if I'm not telling you that one, it's the best one I have. Oh, yeah, Jim McCabe, I am not going to joke with you. I am not going to joke with you, Jim McCabe. I sat so there you say that and all, I had a all, sack of cans. Uh, so it was all, uh, see, they do yeah. say that. What's the famous Homer Simpson line? Alcohol is the cause and solution, solution. <laughs> to all life's problems. And so literally, your sick dog, uh, broken bike, funny kind of weird day. Led to the perfect day in a heat wave where I was completely redundant to all those around me. Um, I even went to the shop and bought a new tube. And as I was putting on the new tube, I heard it going, you know, and I was, I'm after breaking. And I, do you know what? I says, do you have another can? She goes, I do. I was there, bring it out! We're out to shite. And I started on the Coronas. The Coronas are lovely. You know the Coronas. Yeah, Lovely yeah. on a warm day. Isn't that weird and the way you have your tastes yeah. attuned to certain oh, yeah, things? Oh, yeah, climates, yeah. Yeah, like I know you're not, you don't like cider at all. I know. No, not, right. not really, but, no, but, no. And I'm not, a, I'm not a cider drinker per se or whatever, but I, do, I can't, I mean, can I, I can definitely see the benefits of a Bulmers or Magners or whatever they're called yeah. now on a summer's day. Yeah. And likewise, Corona... That they, a uh, summer the bo- day Summer day With the lime thing Absolutely I, All of that All yeah. of that Any And like I would change You know I'm a Guinness drinker Yeah I would I would, I would, would slip over To the Coors Light Yeah On, on a summery day Oh you couldn't drink Guinness on the day It's like this <laughs> Now the heat wave I always wonder What's wrong now, I know I'm very untrusting Of people who be Sculling pints of black stuff um, on day when it's weather's like this, yeah, because there's not I mean, a lot it, worse than a warm one of them. Yeah, you know? I think that's the th- it's the keeping of it. It's, it's the like keeping it, of the it. The first yeah. taste out of it is grand. It's it's cold yeah. and it's whatever. It's as good as ever. But I think it's when it's sitting on a beer garden table. Uh, yeah, and the remember the way Guinness used to go. I don't think it goes as bad now. But remember the way it used to go. Yellow. Oh me- no! But remember that weird dark brown frothy stuff that you to go on the top. Oh, of like it. the shit that comes in off the sea. 
Exactly. You know that stuff. Exactly. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't do that anymore. They yeah. made it better, I think. Yeah, it was like that old crust that if you went down for a swim in the sea and you'd see an elf like getting out and you'd be there going, he doesn't care about his life at all, <laughs> that lad. You know the way? Yeah. And, uh, that crusty stuff and he'd be just there, let a bad day. And you're like, your skin's like a leather jacket. I've leather jackets thinner than your skin. No, I'm not getting in there. It looks like it looks like dirty seawater. Yeah, yeah, so it doesn't happen like that anymore. So, but no. I still think everybody sort of has their summer drink. Don't it's a they? big time, yeah. yeah. And for me, those bottles of Corona yesterday hit the absolute sunny nail on the on the. Mind per- you, to be honest with you, head. if I may say so, if I may say so, my good good friend, you are a bit of a you're a bit of a fizzy drink whore. Uh, you yeah, do flip yeah, around all over I the do, shop. I do, I flip around. I like to sample you know I mean? the different flavours. You don't yeah. really have an allegiance. Once upon a time, you did well. drink that sort of um, uh, old dishwater. I uh, know, that's still my favourite now. <laughs> don't be knocking the Smidlicks. The Smidlywicks is still my favourite by a long shot. Oh, really? Oh, in, in any other time. like Yeah, we, it, yeah if, if I'm ever in a pub again, if I'm ever allowed in a pub again. Right. Oh, it's Smidlywicks. Oh, it'll always be Smidlywicks. This is, the thing is, Smidlywicks at home, it's a bit like having... Non-alcoholic beer It just doesn't Taste right or something I don't, It's like I don't know It's like yeah. It's like trying to make Your own Big Mac or something It just doesn't for me Work at all Right Also I'm in the pub Smidlywicks Unless I'm sitting outside Beer getting a nice hot day But uh, but uh, when I, I'm sampling the other stuff Right Could be anything Could yeah. be anything I'd be like one of them can, Give me two banana flavour beers And <laughs> <laughs> one that smells like potpourri And yeah, yeah, I'd be well, yeah, I'd have a go with that. Because yeah, I can well imagine. I'd say your mates are your mates traditional sort of like they have their beer and they've had it for thirty years. Yeah, they're years like you. They, yeah, they're yeah, like you. Yeah, they they're like yeah. They go out and they have a pint of the black. So stuff. I'd say they uh, must give you some ferocious stick. They do, yeah. Oh, they do. Because so, the, the round, the round will always be. They'll be sitting there, and the round will always be. So whoever's getting it will know what they're having. They'll know what Mick's having. They'll know what Kev's having. They'll know, you know, blah blah blah. And what is it this time, PJ? Ah, oh. oh, I suppose you're going for a, a chandelier or something. Well, come here. I had a pint of Corcoran's raspberry flavoured ginger oh beer last week. Oh my god! Yes, I did, right? Shame on you! And, and I had it, and this, this fella, he's up the back lane from me, right? And I called him into his into a shed, and I sat down, and, and he goes, uh, Do you want a beer? I'll have a few there. And now he's one of these lattes. Did you ever see anything like a man drinking a latte? He's like one of them, you know. Like he thinks the latte. So he must have loved yeah. this. He's a latte. What are you, a fucking Montreal Frenchman? I don't know that. He'd be one of them. And I called down, and he, uh, uh, and he says, "You want the beer out of the fridge?" And he is Carlsberg, you know, yeah. uh, Carlsberg, or he has Bulmers. That's what he has, right? Right. I said, "No, I'm after getting my own thing." And I pulled out my Corcoran's raspberry ginger ale beer, right? <laughs> and and, for, and he goes. What in the name of Jesus looking at there? And I poured it out and it was pink in the glass. Oh, like it was like not even pink, it was like nearly purple in the glass. And you want to see, he was like, he, he, he's in his own shed. It's just the two of us. And I swear to God, he looked around to see if the dog saw. He was like, Jesus Christ, you can't be seen with this. The, the embarrassment. The embarrassment. Of drinking with a lad more, who drinks more. that. Yeah, that was there. absolutely wonderful. I was there. It's like drinking, it's like drinking liquid, liquid, um, what's that shite you get at the fun fair? Cotton candy, candy floss. floss. Liquid candy floss. With alcohol oh, in it, it was my wonderful. God, I'm embarrassed myself now. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to recover from that that revelation. I tell you. While I'm recovering, you you can have a listen to the best bits. Mm, just remembering it now, yeah. Well, and what a week it was. It wasn't just weather-wise; it was brilliant. We had loads of great stuff on, including a, a proper ambassador deemed to come onto the show. Um, Australian ambassador to Ireland, uh, the Honourable Gary Gray, was on the show this week. Yeah, extraordinary ambassador appearing with PJ and Jim. Amazing. The, yeah, literally the official Politics wizard of Oz really... in Ireland. Just fantastic man. <laughs> So that was on. Also, we found a bit of about some new rude words in the dictionary. 
uh, during the week as well. Oh, do we did, yeah. Uh, we are, speaking of legends coming on the show, Mattress Mick. We yeah. were talking to Mattress Mick during the week as well. Yeah. Ireland celebrity mattress salesman. He'd be another one of them now, I'd say. Yeah, Mattress, <laughs> in the fridge. You know. And then, of course, we had our traditional argument about James Bond. Although, no, it didn't, it didn't start as an argument about James Bond. No, but it always, it always ends always up that way. It does, that, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. listen, enjoy the best bits. We'll talk to you in a bit. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. Regular listeners to the show will know, of course, that PJ has a long-held view, right? And it kind of came to the fore because our Clint, uh, the show producer, is, of course, Australian. And, and PJ has held this view that Basically, Australia is a, is a country that's designed to kill its inhabitants. Yes. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that basically your well, take on it? I always think that the whole country sort of conspires to, um, I don't know. Yeah, it's got scare, creatures and things and no, it's just stuff. Scares away soft lads like me, basically. That's Jim. really what it's about. <laughs> so we decided we need to go to a, a, you know, a more reliable source. So we have somebody very special, don't we, PJ? Absolutely, we do. The Honourable uh, Gary Gray, who happens to be the Australian ambassador to Ireland. Wow. Honourable Gary Gray, a very good morning to you, sir. Good morning, mate. How are you? Not too bad at all. So listen, um, you've got to tell us this then. Is it true? Is the entire country of Australia basically conspiring to kill its inhabitants? <laughs> well, you know, it's got to be said that, that there are any number of spiders in Australia that will kill you. We've got snakes that certainly will kill you. We've got about three that won't and about 10,000 that will. Wow. Yeah, I don't think I like those odds, Gary, yeah. to be honest, man. We've got sharks, we've got snakes that live in the water and they'll kill you. Um, and we've got it, 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 just about everything, just about everything. But you know what? The thing about coming to Australia is avoid those things that are going to hurt you. Right, that does make sense, PJ, I suppose. Like, you know, there, I guess, is, there I, is that. You can't avoid them. You can't avoid them. But I, I would ask you, uh, Gary, is that an, actually an easy thing to do? If you, if you don't go for a walk and don't <laughs> in the water, uh, if you if you basically spend your time standing on a stool or a chair, <laughs> or something like that, be careful. Um, you can generally avoid most of those things that will kill you. Right. Okay. So, saying the one. Yeah. So, so if you're not if you're not able to go for a walk or a swim, and if you are standing there in your stool, I mean, is there anything in Australia that necessarily won't kill you? Yes, mate. Today is World Shiraz Day. And, and, you know, drunk in moderation, Australian Shiraz is some of the world's best Shiraz, grown on vines that are as old, well, some of them are as old as 1843 when they were planted. And so Australia's grape industry, Australia's Shiraz industry, has a great reputation. Australian Shiraz will only make you strong, make you well, make you happy. And in fairness, after a few Shiraz, you're, you can be pretty confident you'd wrestle any old snake to the ground anyway. Yeah, uh, I think you would. I think you would. It'll give you the strength. It'll give you the, the mobility. And of course, you know, the impact of the good red wine on your blood flow. Uh, is such that it'll it'll help you fight most infections. <laughs> I would probably stop down off that stool, maybe, though, after yeah, having a couple. <laughs> yeah, depending on just how many Shiraz you've had. Always drink responsibly, of course. Uh, yeah, might, stool mightn't be the best idea, or at least sit on it. For God's sake, don't stand on it. <laughs> so listen, um, uh, Gary, just as a matter of interest, the other thing I wanted to ask you, right, that again came about as a result of our conversations with our Clint, is he turned around to us once, right, and he delivered this immortal line, and PJ myself had no idea what he was talking about. He was talking, uh, he turned around and said something about copping a pineapple. And yeah, apparently, well, see, what does that even mean? Well, you see, a, a pineapple uh, is a fruit. Yes, no, I got well, yeah, that I, bit. <laughs> it's, 
but sometimes if a person has really annoyed you, uh, you can give them a pineapple. A pineapple's got a rough end and a smooth end, uh, and in general, you'd give a person the rough end of a pineapple. Right. It's a painful experience, not worthy of a great deal of consideration beyond the fact that sometimes those of us who are charged with responsibility for making unpopular decisions have to take one for the team. Ah, right. So you might cop a pineapple. You might get some stick for it. I yeah. get you. I, I get hear you, Gary. I'm very used to unpopular decisions, uh, yeah. actually, now that you say it. Yeah. PJ has copped many a pineapple on that <laughs> basis, then, if that's the case. And so, listen, is there anything else like that? Is there any, um, for want of a better term, any other dingo lingo that we're missing out on? Well, mate, you see, dingo lingo is really important because in Australia we do have dingoes. I mean, generally, most Australians like to rhyme in what they say. They like to cut the corners off words. And in general, Australian language can make not a lot of sense. So, yeah. so have you got any examples? Like, Oh, yeah, suck, suck the sauce bottle. Suck a sauce bottle. Suck the sauce bottle. Suck the sauce bottle, yeah. I mean, is that? Just, I mean, are we allowed to find out what that means based on the fact that it is breakfast yeah. radio? But just have a go at it. Just have a go. Oh, oh I so thought you were telling me it. to have a go at what it meant. That's how bad. That's how off track I was. You guys not understand simple English. Wow. So that's a sort of a just do it. Get on with it. Uh, th- th- is there anything else that you can think of? Oh, you can suck a sow. Suck a sow. No, not suck a sow. Nobody would do that. Not in their right. What are you like, PJ, you dirty animal? That's right. I said suck a sand. I still can't make that. Suck a Sam. A a sand. Wait, you guys, listen to it carefully. Okay. Suck the sav. Suck the sav. A sav is a saveloy sausage. It happens to be red. Right. Oh, my God. So suck suck a sav. Suck a sausage. Yeah, to be honest with you, you weren't that far yeah. off at Sucker Sam. I've got to set up a night school in Australian talk and ling- dingo lingo <sighs> you guys really understand how to properly culturally interface with the Australian part of this globe. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think well, I we think need so. a serious Australian education, to be perfectly honest with you, Gary. And we very much appreciate you joining us on what, as you said earlier on, is such a special day. It is World Shiraz Day and um, uh, Australian Shiraz grapes are, according to the Honourable, and may I just highlight that, the Honourable uh, Gary Gray, they are the finest in the world. Well, you know. I'll tell you something. You've made me absolutely love love Australia. Now all I want to do is suck a sav with a couple of glasses of Shiraz straight from the sauce bottle. And you know what? You should just go suck the sauce bottle on that one, PJ. <laughs> just go avoid, do it, buddy. Just go do spiders, it. Avoid the spiders. Avoid the sharks. Yeah. Enjoy the beautiful landscape and the people. You know, <laughs> there is something like three million Australians with Irish heritage. So our islands are connected through human bonds for people who enjoy living uh, and people who just enjoy being the best that they can be. Brilliant. Yeah. Love it. Love it. On that note, Gary, listen, thank you so much for um, for enlightening us on um, on World Shiraz Day. Thanks a million. Good talking to you, buddy. Good on you guys. Ta-da. Take care. Thank you so much, Gary. Bye-bye now. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. What is it with people who play James Bond always ended up giving out about James Bond? Barely a good one. Like Roger Moore, of course, he oh never did it. God. He always no, was I'll tell you proud why he never did. Because everybody was giving out about him. Oh, would you stop it? He's That's the greatest why. James Bond in the history of the oh world. Oh, my Hello. God. I'm a private Jesus James Bond. Well, better than the other Scottish lad who just was. Excuse me. Yeah. The real James Bond. No, no, no. Sean Connery. 
No, the real no. James Bond. But now the third one, the third James Bond, or was he the fourth one? Uh, he was the fourth actor to play, play James Bond. But there, isn't Timothy that always Dalton. a kind of? Isn't that always a point of dispute? Because there's isn't there somebody played Bond in something else or whatever? Mm, Doctor No or something. The very first James Bond. Who was that? Um, I can't remember. No, that his was name. Sean Connery, wasn't it, Doctor No? No, I don't think what, so. No, you're thinking of Casino Royale. Wasn't there a, oh, was a George right? Lazenby or something? There you go. Sorry. So oh, that whatever. was the first Bond. Maybe, and then yeah. the good one. I'm not sure. And then the Scottish lad. And then... The good one. Excuse the, the, me. The Scottish lad played it before. The Your cheesemonger. Oh, beg, beg your pardon. I mean... Sorry, it's like, just that the, the, Roger Moore was so good, he feels like he spanned to all the time <laughs> oh together. Oh, God. Even yeah. Roger Moore's kids... Yeah. Think Sean Connery was a better James Bond. Tramps! <laughs> Dare they say that about their father. Greatest man that ever wielded ever a gun. An eyebrow. That ever raised an eyebrow. ever wielded a, a, like a, an oil slick car. Uh, but Timothy Dalton is now the latest James Bond to be given out. Because ever since Daniel Craig got the job, he's never stopped moaning about having the best job in the world. I don't know yeah. what's wrong with that man. And why he keeps giving out about having oh, so many millions and this is the greatest job in the world. And... People expect you to keep doing Bond movies. Oh, you poor old soul. <laughs> and now Timothy Dalton's giving out about it. He's saying, oh, it's terrible. Um, the, that you can't even... I still, all these years later, cannot order a drink without being asked if I want it shaken but not stirred. He says it's, it, it does come with its payload, you know, that job. That's it. That, wow. That's it. That's the extent of the worries that he has in the world. And then... Somebody's going to turn around and go to him. Do you want that? Shake and not stir, do you? Yeah, he goes every time. He goes, it comes with it. He's there. Yeah, he says it comes with it, with its baggage. Every single time I go for a drink, somebody says shake and not stir. Well, to goes, be honest oh. with you, if I was him, I'd be glad somebody even remembered I was Bond because it was brutal at it. His two movies. <laughs> and then he goes on to say um, that, yeah, the other hard part is that I'm constantly being compared with the other people who play James Bond. Well, now that I could understand. And because that, you would have to say to him, listen, you were no Sean Connery. In fact, you were barely a Pierce Brosnan and you're certainly no Daniel Craig. Okay, and you're better than Roger Moore, but you know what I mean? So, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. The undoubted... But, so I could understand that. You yeah. know what I mean? The comparison thing. But the catchphrase, I mean, you... You know what I mean? That's what you people... You have, it's like pr- Timothy Dalton, price. Made, you made millions and millions out of your catchphrases. Oh, you know, you're... If I ever make one million, I'm going to spend it on balloons that says Jim McCabe deserves this. If I ever even see one million in my life, I'm going to spend half of it, half a million quid I'm going to spend on balloons going, take that Jim McCabe. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'll take your point as far as the uh, the catchphrase. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, part of the, it's part of the course. You should be glad you have a catchphrase that's in the public imagination that it keeps coming back on you. Yeah. Not like rolling your eyes every time somebody remembers your face and associates it with something. Especially when you weren't very good at it in the first place. <laughs> yeah. The living like daylights. Somebody, it'd be like somebody walking up to you and go, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. You know Tommy Tiernan, in the way. And I'd be there, thank you for knowing that. It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. And we've been raving about the great weather over the last little while and all of the upsides and benefits and how very few downsides there possibly are. There was yeah. the little thing about maybe sleeping at night. You know what I mean? It might have been a bit uncomfortable for, for some people or whatever with the heat at night time. But generally, there were no downsides. Except 
Mattress Mick. Mattress Mick has un, uh, has uh, found a downside. Well, yeah, there's been a bit of a scandal in Coolock, ladies and gentlemen. No way. Scandal in Coolock. Yeah, there's a story um, where it seems like like the rise in temperatures has been happening. Yes, you said it. And it's, so he has customers coming in, and he, he's had to put up a sign in the shop. I read you the sign. Okay. The sign says "No Bra Money," <laughs> all in capitals and underlined. And then it's due to increasing temperatures, and for our all our own personal safety. We will not be accepting bra money. Sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> so no bra money. Stop walking into mattress mix with a, with a bra stuffed to cash and paying for your bits and pieces. He won't have so, it. So basically what he's saying is that because people are discarding their clothes, right, and they're walking around in bikini tops or whatever yeah. bra tops or whatever, they've no... They don't have their usual array of pockets and whatnot. They don't have a usual array of pockets. So, so they're, they're stuffing their cash yeah. into their bra tops. Into their bras. And then whipping it out to pay him and he's getting all the sweaty. And he's oh! getting straight out. straight. He's getting the, the money straight off the knocker and he's like, I can't handle this. So he's, he's trying to knock it on the head. And now, and here's, the, of course, this being Dublin, scandal has followed this story. It, it doesn't just end like that, right? Yeah. So, of course, one customer reacted and says, no bra money. Sure, in weather like this, who'd be wearing a bra in the first place? <laughs> um, oh. Which is, you know, one way of looking at it, I suppose. Uh, right. Uh, other people were saying, this is absolutely ridiculous. You need to chill out. Are you serious, you clown? Do you not want to make money at all? As if people, as oh if it's normal God. to pay people out of your undergarments. Like, yeah, because, the, I mean, nobody would contemplate the male equivalent. Yeah. Of, you know, whipping your, your money out of your undercrackers. Imagine walking in your Speedos. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? How, like on. how are you, Mick? How are you, Mick? Give us an old pillow there. Oh, I, need, I need something to help me sleep at night. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. getting to sleep there, Mick. And, and then you go, you're no problem. And then you pull a 50 out the back of your Speedos. He'd be like, out. Get out. Out. There would be no controversy. Out. <laughs> You'd be like some weird lap dance. Yeah. Do you want to take that 50 out of me? Yeah, would <laughs> be like a lap dance in, played in reverse. Fellas taking money out of your knickers. Oh, man. Outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Extraordinary. And it's, it's, it's all it's, money at the end of the day, says another person. That definitely qualifies as an unforeseen element of the good weather. It does, doesn't it? The yeah, idea yeah. that people would be going about their daily transactions using what the great mattress mick has termed bra money. Yeah, yeah, bra money. Yeah, bra money is a new thing now in Ireland. We've ne- we had this thing, yeah? And another person saying, it's all money at the end of the day. I don't think you should care that much as long as you're making an, an enormous profit. <laughs> it's not the enormous profit he's worried about. It's the enormous body parts in people's underpants that yeah. rubbing off the money and making... I think it's disgusting. I wouldn't be happy with that. I don't like cash anymore anyway. Yeah, I know. It feels dirty it feels, regardless of yeah. what it comes out Every of, time I handle cash, I'm doing the thing. So if, if someone walked into me, and uh, not men or women, I don't care what you are. If you're walking into me and you're pulling money out of any part of your undergarments, <laughs> I'm going to be like very sketchy yeah. about the whole thing. And just to be clear, I assume you would also have an issue. It's not just specifically cash. If somebody whipped out their visa card from any other part of their... They, that wouldn't be a good thing exactly. either, PJ. Imagine, yeah, you shouldn't be able to swipe your Revolut card down the centre of someone's chest. Glory Days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. No, eight seven one eight one eight one hundred. if you want to give us a shout. Uh, lots of people have off the back of that story we just gave you that um, Mattress Mick is outraged that um, people are coming in <laughs> and taking out their sweaty cash Bans. From their bras. No bra money to be accepted to, in the Kulak store. Incredible. Yep. So some of the reactions we got, uh, let me just have a look at this. Paul was on from Dublin too. He says, lads, I was dining out yesterday, right? And a lady, oh no, sorry, a lad, took his money out of his sock. Ah, stop it. 
Took his money that, over that sock. Doesn't sound great. Ah, uh, you can't, in fairness, be doing that. I honestly, seriously, now, come yeah. on. Also, um, William Churchtown was on saying, "Geez, lads, I should have think where they're keeping their loose change." <laughs> yeah, possibly not. Not a great thing. Well, there was a fella yesterday asked me if the Nova Noise was a fella, right? Genuinely, yeah. he sent me a message. Says, "Is the Nova Noise here, PJ? Is it a fella with two ch- pockets full of change getting a kick in the bum?" <laughs> really? He thought it was. Yeah, not a bad guess. And Lisa's been on and saying, "Oh." Oh my God, now this is, as I say, after the story that uh, Mattress Mick apparently outraged that people were keeping their money in their sweaty bra tops and handing it over, whatever. Lisa was on to say, oh my God, I'm with Mattress Mick on this. I work in retail. It happens. I've refused to take it. I don't blame you. So, Mattress Mick, good morning to you, sir. Good morning, man. How are you? Very you well. Doing? Look at this. You're gaining support. The <laughs> listeners are on your side in, in this <laughs> campaign against sweaty bra money. Yes. Yes, well, it, it came to our attention here one day in the store. One of uh, one of my colleagues was serving a lady, and that's what she did. She went to pay for it out of, out of her bra, someone took the, take the money out of her bra. And we were all, first of all, very amused at this. We'd never seen it before. And uh, anyway, we took our money <laughs> at any rate. <laughs> <laughs> we took our money. We all, we all practice uh, hygiene here in this juice of present situation yeah and um, we took the money and then we had a little comment about it and talk about it and said look if this happens again we're not going to do it right so that uh, when did the sign go up Mick which sign well there's a sign that PJ was reading oh. earlier on that was up in I think in one of the stores the Kulak store I think is what the mirror says there's a sign up anyway yeah that's correct that went up two days ago right <laughs> two I, I, like, days ago and after that first thing, incident was there been a few like incidents then just like that Mick no, we never experienced one before or after. And that was the only time it happened in our store. Oh, but good. it's coming out there that this happens quite a lot. Yeah. And I didn't realise it. And in fact, there's a restaurant now, I think, uh, taking the same policy or adapting the same policy as I am doing. I just saw that on, on, on online. So it seems to be, you know, a common... Yeah, because so it, it it feels Mick as though there's going to be you know the way um, lots of retail shops they have um, official signs up that say what credit cards they accept and stuff like that. It feels like there's going to have to be uh, no an official sign saying credit Visa and and American Express and all that. Fine, no bra money though. Well, it's definitely going to have to become a thing. Well, we're we're all terribly surprised at the reaction this has got. You know that there is to this particular post that went up. But I think it'll probably happen. Stores and shops will pull up signs, even just for the fun of us. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah, they're all going to try and jump on the um, the bra wagon, uh, yeah. for, for want of a better word. Yeah, the, the sw- Mick bra wagon. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Sounds like there's a business in that in itself, Mick. Listen, good talking to you as always, my man. Take care of yourself. Thanks okay. a million. Cheers, morning, buddy. PJ. Take care. Thank See you, Mick. Take care. There you go. The legend that is Mattress Mick I... explaining that story about his um, his store deciding they would no longer accept bra- sweaty bra cash. I'm delighted. Though, I have to say, I'm delighted I haven't talked to him that it was just a one case. I had the impression, having read the story, that there was a plethora of people in their underpants rocking around Kulak trying see, to pay for bed linen. I'd say there is, though. I'd say it's just maybe in Mick's situation. Because to be fair, I well, okay, maybe you're for your brand. Like, I know he has exceptionally good prices. But to be fair, like, you probably wouldn't be stashing enough cash to be going in buying beds and stuff, right? But the thing about it is, you like, I'd say that happens a lot with smaller purchases. I'd say in other shops. Yeah. Lots of places that, you know, people whip smaller amounts of cash, let's say, out of their undergarments. Well, how would you feel about a, 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 a booby scan? 
Bo- so say boob- if you stuck your say if you stuck your Revolut card or whatever it is into your bra, right. and you could just scan your boob over the machine, <laughs> would that be allowed? <laughs> You know, if that I was think you're only... getting into a whole different type of business there that's not appropriate for breakfast time. I don't know. It's like, you pay, pay with it. Can I tap? Yeah. And then you just tap your... Tap your, tap, boob, tap you your boobs on Tap it. your boob off the machine and beep. <laughs> no, no, that's brilliant. I mean, you know, you know, nobody's getting... That seems like a perfectly decent way of doing it, is it? Yeah, absolutely. It looks a bit outrageous, yeah. you know. Well, I, in but, fairness, though, the only thing about it, I suppose, it is only relevant, really, when we're having this um, this heat wave. The chances of people walking around in just their bra tops in December is probably minimal. I don't know. You're going to get lads now with their Revolut cards just left in their back pocket now. Can, can I give you a bum scan, please? It's the very best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. 0871818100 if you want to give us a shout at any stage. As I mentioned, of course, our learned friend and colleague here, uh, PJ Gallagher, a man of, well, you, I mean... Your use of language is, it's, it's renowned, isn't it? It's, well, it's I'm sure. Famous. Well, well, or is it infamous? It's a, we, either way, it's it, not exactly clean in a lot of the times. Uh, one of the questions I get asked the most is, how do you go on the radio and not be coarse and how do you endure the mouth on you all the time? <laughs> That's one of the questions I get asked quite a lot. And, and dictionary.com, let's be honest, there was a time when we always used to say, oh, the Oxford Dictionary this and that and the other, you know. Yeah. Uh, but nobody uses those anymore. Not to the same extent. It's dictionary.com. People, if they want to know, get a word definition or find out how a word is spelled, they go to dictionary.com, right? Yeah. And it seems like, for the love of all, that's holy, the English language, Jim, has just been a beautiful, it's not even a thing anymore. So the amount of dirty words that are getting in. Um, so there's like words like, ass hat has got in now. What? Ass hat is in the, di- is in the dictionary, Jim. A f- ass hat. A foolish, annoying or contemptible person. Otherwise known as an, uh, an a. It's a hole. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, right. So is that a sort of a, a milder version of if you did if you can't come out and say that thing, you call somebody an ass hat. Yeah, see you, you big I don't know, I well you call it an arch hole for this for this right, for the for the purposes, See yeah. you, you arch hole. Now an ass hat, it's the American definition apparently. Um It does uh, sound very American, it, ass hat. Yeah, you'd never call someone that in Dublin, would you? I mean see you, you big ass hatcher. People that go people that think, be embarrassing actually. If you ever if you were ever in a row, a verbal tate a tate, yeah, and I know. You came out with ass hat. Don't you, be you've sl- lost. Don't be slagging me, ass hat. I'll get you back. <laughs> He's like, yeah, right. Oh lord. Feels like you're slagging yourself. Also, the word um, SH1T show that's gone in. Really? That's in the dictionary now. A person or a thing that is a total mess or a failure or a disaster. Is that even regarded as a as a bold word? I mean, ah, well, it has the word SH1T. Is it turned into a right? Joe. Yes. No. I mean, no. we, let's face it. On this show, we hear that a lot. Yeah. Also, anyway. did you know the word snack when it's referred to as a person? No. Neither did I. Is that Sna- a bold, is that a bold thing? If somebody was referred to as a snack? No, it's actually good. So if someone oh. says, "Look at you, Jim. Well, you're a bit of a snack, aren't you?" Oh. That's what it's a sexy and physically attractive person. Hey. There you go. That Jim McCabe's a bit of a snack, isn't he? <laughs> I tell you I something. Oh yeah. Or a bit of a snack box, he's one of the other. A <laughs> snack box? That's even the best. That's a better compliment again, imagine. Yeah. So oh. sort of, how, how do you mean? Oh, there's kind of, yeah. He's not just a snack, there's a lot of them. Oh, there's a bit of a snack box. Snack box, smell of vinegar <laughs> of them. <laughs> and uh, there's a new word, zaddy, right? Now, I did see this once, and I, but honest to God, as I know I'm getting older when I can put this down, that I thought somebody made a spelling mistake. Right. Uh, zaddy as in daddy, you know. Um, but a zaddy. Here you go now. Right. It's an attractive man 
who was also stylish, charming, and self-confident. Well, thank you. Well, we're definitely snack boxes now. Come on. The two of us are definitely... Yeah, yeah. If snack boxes ever makes the vocabulary when it comes to people, we're probably more snack box than Zaddy. Yeah. Uh, the two of us. Zaddy uh, is sometimes... Somebody is... He's Zaddy. Yeah, he's stylish. He's attractive. He's charming. Probably the whole package. Basically the whole package. Basically everything a snack box should be, to be right, honest with yeah. you. Everything that a snack box aspires to be is a zaddy. Is a zaddy. And then they say, don't confuse that with a silver fox, though, because a silver fox, as we know, is an attractive, charming, older person with grey or silver hair, especially a man. And with a lack of hair growth in this studio <laughs> from the pair of us lately, I don't think we qualify for that either. Glory days. The best of Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. On Radio Nova. There you go, some of the best bits uh, from the week on uh, Glory Days, the PJ and Jim podcast. Thanks for, uh, just in case you missed any of those bits or just in case you thought they were so amazing. Do something. I want to hear them again. Yeah. That's how amazing they were. I could listen to them over and over. There they are, yeah. That's the Do you know what they are? You'd be thinking to yourself, do you know what that was like? You say, that podcast, it was like a Corcoran's raspberry flavoured ginger beer. I'd oh, love to have another one of them. nobody ever accuses us <laughs> of having that. Having that. So what, like, what's going to be the plan now? Are you just going to, are you going to affiliate yourself at all? To, to which? To, to a beer. And so, or are you just going to, are you just going to be a, a, a rover? Well, no, you see, when the pub's open, that'll be, I won't be drinking at home really again. I'll be back yeah. to Smidley Wicks. Anyway, I'm just enjoying what, this window of have madness. Have you still not gotten back to the old, um, you know, the old abstinence? Are you not planning on going the route of abstinence? Not when the summer's here, no. Are you mad? Right, okay. Ah, no, there's no, there's nothing. You know when you get these... And you being, like, because, I mean, you have, you've, you've gotten the whole home gym yeah. set up And I'm working go. out all the time again. Yeah. Flat out, I'm eating really well. I'm doing all of that. But then I don't want to be that sad bastard that, you know, like, he goes, here's how to make your own home lollipop so you don't have sugar in your system. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I want to fucking enjoy myself as well. You know what I mean? And if that means yeah. uh, sitting in the sun, if, if that means denying myself uh, so a, a, a beer in the sun while my dogs are running around in their paddling pool, when it's not going to happen. When you do your first kind of like, when you become, you know, your Instagram um, uh, bodybuilder influencer, you'll be the first, uh, hey, check out the latest from the drunk bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. today on Squats and Shots. <laughs> That's going to be my uh, Instagram account. Squats and shots. That's perfect. Do a little whiskey. See if you can do 80k. Let's go. Whoop. Yay. Jesus. Oh, the window's fucked. Oh, what am I have to do? Yeah. <laughs> what, what an amazing fitness account that's yeah, going to be. Yeah, squats and shots. I think I might set that up. I might I call it. up my gym. If I can get an alcohol license in the gym. I'm sure there'll be insurance problems there. Who the hell is? Brilliant. Listen, folks, uh, enjoy the week, whatever you end up uh, getting up to. And, of course, make sure you're with us every morning. Uh, Radio Nova, 6 a.m. for a bit of morning glory. And um, and sure, whatever whatever you're having yourself. Whatever you're having yourself. Go on there now. (laughs) Raspberry beers for everybody. You've been listening to Glory Days, the best of Radio Nova's Morning Glory with PJ and Jim. Catch the show live weekdays, 6 to 10, on FM, online at nova.ie, or on the Nova app.